Hello and welcome to episode 5 of The Lonely Reviewer Show. I'm Vache. And I'm Justin. And we're back. We're back. Month of May. <laughs> um, I of Boston was awesome. Um, but we're not going to talk about that because you can just go to the website and read all about it. Absolutely. Uh, what we're going to talk about now is the summer movies. Summer movies. May. These that, actually, probably technically April is the official kickoff. At right, because we, well, I mean, we had uh, the the Oblivion Tom Cruise movie. Yep, I mean that's totally summer movie. It's coming out in April. I right. mean they're they're pushing. It's creeping. Yeah, they're I mean, January is not going to be the the dumping ground anymore. But it's just going to be the start of summer. <laughs> I didn't even feel like this January was. I mean, there was. I guess there was some crap in there, but it wasn't as bad as years no, past. Like, no, I don't think so. But it, I think we sort of hit a dead spot. You know, there's there was a couple of cool movies, but. Nothing of the Nothing, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I don't think it's as bad as it has been in the past. No, so. no. Uh, but before we get into that, let's try the beer. Yeah, you kind of flipped the script on me, and you brought one for uh, us to taste this well, time. Well, because I knew you, you hadn't had the Anchor before, um, the Anchor Bach. Right. Um, I picked this up a couple weeks ago, um, and uh, yeah, I, I love the Anchor stuff. Yeah, I like their, yeah, their uh, Anchor Steam. Anchor Steam, yep. yeah. That's probably my, I mean, if that's on tap at a bar, that's that's my go-to cool. beer. Cool. Um, it has been for a really long time too. Oh, um, but yeah, so this is it's an I I can't speak as you know descriptively as you as you do, but um, you know it's it's a darker beer. It's a Bach. Um, I forget what the German or it's Maybach or something. Yeah, I think it's Maybach. Maybach is Bach uh, in the month of May. Oh, that's so what Bach, Maybach. yeah, Bach yeah, is just, so the, just a Bach. the style. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's got a cool goat on the front, which is how you know it's a Bach. <laughs> someone told me that once <laughs> interesting i did not hear that yeah, before. Yeah. all right yeah because there's some some relation to goats and, okay. and bach beers so yeah, cheers cheers that's good it's good it's nice and sweet kind of like you expect a bach to be it's got mm-hmm. kind of a like candy taste to it and that sweet yeah. malt yeah it's a little it's a little on the bitter do you think it's a little bitter mm-hmm. yeah it's a little bitter a bit of a bitter finish it's good though i like it well done. Yeah, thanks, Anchor. Right. Yeah, thank you, Anchor. If you want to sponsor us, Vache at LonelyReviewer.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> um, no, so, uh, yeah, that's that's that. Um, but moving on. Summer some, movies. Summer movies. Do you want to go first? Or like, what, what, are you, what are you most excited about? How about that? Let's start with that. Well, so some of the things that I was excited about showed up on your list. So I decided to go a little different when you can talk uh, about okay. your, your ones. Uh, I think I've just sort of embraced the fact that I'm a now a popcorn movie guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm all in on the blockbusters, so um, very excited about Man of Steel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that that's I think June or July. Uh, um, yeah, I think it is June. Hold on. Oh, you keep talking. I'll look it up. And I think we talked about this before. I actually think we talked about Man of Steel a little bit in one of the previous podcasts, so we don't have to rehash that. Um, but you know, I have my trepidation with Zack Snyder. Yeah, um, we uh, during Watchmen. I think right. that was episode three. We talked. Oh about yeah, that. that's right. Yep. Um, so I have my trepidation, but I mean, I, I, if any of the movies that have been coming out that need a reboot, Superman's probably one of them. Oh, definitely. Because beyond the original, there hasn't really been a great definitive Superman in quite some time. Sing- and um, Singers was not. I didn't. Yeah, really I wasn't. Like that. I wasn't a fan of that one. I saw what he was trying for, and I appreciate the attempt, but I did kind of. I don't know. You should never see Superman like in a house. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it, it just seemed Cause, weird because he was he was trying to connect it more to the original he, to the original series. series. Yeah, yeah he wasn't trying to really, which I respect that. That's cool. Oh, absolutely, because I mean, there yeah, are I mean, hardcore fans of all those things. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of 
canon. You right. know, it's when you think of Superman, I think the majority of America or the world thinks of that movie versus the comics. So, um, do it's you just think, iconic. Do you think they're going to... Because it's, it's, they're keeping it really a mystery of whether or not right. there's going to be other like franchises showing up in it and if it's going to have... If it's going to tie into a Justice League movie right. like the... It'd be curious. I mean, they, you're right. They are keeping absolutely closed lips on this. I think I read a couple of things uh, recently. Um, there's going to be no kryptonite. So oh, no, really? No kryptonite I actually in this didn't movie. know that. Yeah. Um, huh? But I like. I mean that. I like that because they're doing the whole Christopher Nolan, right? Um, right. Making a little more realistic. He's kind of the Godfather grounded. of this movie, so they're yeah, yeah. kind of trying to make it a little more grounded in reality. And I like that it seems like this time out, Superman has flaws. Because that was my biggest problem with Superman. I, I don't think I ever connected to him as much, even when I was younger. Because, like, he's just, he's perfect. Yeah, like, it, it, it's sort of invincible, minus the kryptonite. Right. Know, you know, so or, that's, I guess, being charged by the sun. It, right, right. And I'm sure there was a period of time where that's what people wanted. But right, I, I, right. I never connected to that, right. ever. Even yeah. as a kid. I think it was, you know, Frank Miller, and not to get too deep into comics, but Frank Miller kind of had an interesting take on him as kind of the, the Boy Scout, you know, right, kind of right. twisting that and using that against Batman in The Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. And that that was an awesome comic. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think the, the hardest part about Superman is, you know, unless you're he's fighting robots or something with equal strength, he doesn't really, it's, you know, he's going to win. Right. You know, there's no real threat. Threat, yeah. exactly. So uh, I'd be curious to see, you know, I think we all kind of know that Zod's the the bad guy in this one, right, so right. at least there's someone of equal power that can. And the guy playing him is the guy from um, like Border Shannon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. That guy's good. He's very good. He's in he's in everything. Yeah, or, or, yeah. I mean, not every. I never saw he was in that movie. Oh my god, the name escapes me. The lightning. Uh, that's like the storm is coming or something. I don't even remember the name of the movie. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's lightnings it, and storms. Yeah, it, it looks wacky. <laughs> it looks <laughs> wacky. <laughs> uh, but it was supposed to be really, really good. Uh, one of my friends, Andy, really likes liked that movie. Oh, cool. Um, I remember him talking about it, and I remember wanting to see it, but I just never, I never got to. Huh. Cool. Um, cool. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Iron Man three. I was actually kind of off. I, I didn't like Iron Man two, and I think. My my gripes with that was mostly that um, they kind of leaned really heavily on Robert Downey's personality, right? Uh, and the there wasn't a lot of right, exactly. It wasn't a story per se. It was really just kind of let, let's let Robert Downey do Robert Downey's thing. Yeah, um, and it kind of, it just kind of landed flat. Half for the me. script just had Downey yeah. will do vampire. Yeah, yeah, do your thing. <laughs> Um, which you know, I one of the things that draw for that movie is Robert Downey's oh, performance. Totally, so yeah. I mean, I understand. You know, that's what made one so awesome, uh, or partially. Um, what really has me on the hook for three is Shane Black. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as the, the writer-director. So, I, you know, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, has he done anything since Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, actually? I don't... Yeah. I freaking loved Kiss Kiss Bang yeah, Bang. Yeah, Kiss that Kiss was, Bang Bang is so good. Would um, you say that's underrated, that movie? Uh, Probably. Yeah, I don't think it gets the because you don't really hear very much. I think when it first came out, people were talking about it. But, right, right. So it'll be cool to see him back with, uh, yeah, Downey. I yep. think that, that'd be interesting. So I'm looking forward to that. No, he one. hasn't directed anything since Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Actually, that's the only thing he's directed. I totally didn't realize that. That's oh right. really? Yeah, because he had something else. No, because he's just a, he's written everything, but he oh, he hadn't okay. he hadn't uh, directed anything since until Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and then nothing since then. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so that should be interesting to see. Yeah. And then 
my next one's kind of a cheat because uh, it technically came out in April. Mm-hmm. Um, Upstream Color. I actually don't know what that is. Um, have you, did you see the movie Primer? No. No? The time travel movie? No. Oh. So this you, is like a sequel to that? No, not at all. But it's the same guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, the, it's, the premise is so bizarre. Um, it's like this Primer. worm that takes over your memories and it's in a pig. It's, it's really hard to explain. Yeah. Um, this is for upstream color. Um, oh, okay. It's so bizarre sounding, but I mean, Primer is just such a phenomenal movie. This is just a, this guy out of Texas decided to make a movie. I think the budget was like $7,000. He made it. It's this phenomenal time travel movie. Um, huh. Did phenomenal at Sundance and everyone's kind of starting to rave about this. Movie. I really don't so, know anything about him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Upstream color is just getting a lot of great reviews. You should totally see Primer. Yeah. That's, is it on Netflix? Yep. Yeah. It's oh, streaming. Nice. Um, that's sort of, I just wanted to plug it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds <laughs> I think cool. If people haven't seen it yet, you should absolutely go see it. <laughs> um, the next one I'm looking forward to is Lords of Salem. That's the new that Rob Zombie movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't, I'm sort of a, I don't know that I'm a fan of his movies. Like I, I like the house of a thousand corpses for what it was. What can what was the second one? Um, devil's rejects. And that yeah, was the, the I didn't that, see the first, I saw devil's rejects. I, I actually like devil's rejects a lot. Yeah. I like that I one a lot. Stylistically his, his kind of whole thing kind of came together really well there. Um, Sam, is it Sam Hank? The, the, yes, the, that's an army and brother of mine. So oh. I, I got to represent Amen. All right. <laughs> um, but I think his whole, you know, he's a very much a kind of a grindcore 70s kind of schlock yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, and that well, it really came together. The Halloween movies were just terrible. Like both of them were awful. I don't recommend anyone see them. They just, they weren't good. See, I feel like movies like that, he probably, I mean, this is, I'm just, it's, is it conjecture? Is that the yep. right word? Guessing. Yep. Yeah, I'm guessing. I just wanted a fancier word than yeah. guessing. Uh, but I just feel like uh, those things, because they're such big franchises, he probably can't do as much yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. He's kind and of tethered to exactly. what the studio And that's want. probably why Devil's Rejects was because it was his universe, his right. story. Like He right. had complete control. Oh, maybe he didn't have complete control, but I feel like Halloween, there was a lot yeah. of like, oh, you got to do it this way. Yeah, a lot more notes. Yeah, definitely. But, so. That's I, a, yeah, Lords cool. of Salem. I don't know much about it. I just it looks like kind of up in his wheelhouse. So yeah, yeah. you know, I'm I'm definitely willing to give him a shot. So and Worcester represent. He's from Worcester. Yes, yeah, local boy. <laughs> oh, um, how, how come he's not bringing stuff to IFF Boston? I don't, I don't know. know if that's the right platform <laughs> for Rob's. Album. I don't know. Should ask him next time. <laughs> uh, the next one I'm looking forward to, I think, is the Wolverine. Who direct, who's directing that? I don't know, and I'm not getting Google. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my 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 the five gigahertz went down. Ah, all right. Again, behind every episode, you got to yep, see some. Yeah, sorry, uh, peel back the. All right, the I'll curtain. I'll tell you who directed the Wolverine. You just talk about it. So I'm I never saw the last Wolverine oh, X Men Oranges. James oh. Mangold's directing it. Oh, okay, cool. So we like him. Three Ten to Yuma. Yeah, that was a that was a great movie. I actually did not know that. That's awesome. I didn't know that he was directing the Wolverine. So yeah, yeah. so I, I didn't see X Men the the Origins. Yeah, I didn't one, see that one either. Um, well, because it got so much flack, right? And exactly. then and then I just didn't even bother. Yeah, I didn't didn't really have an interest in it. But I think enough of this is coming together. It's an interesting storyline. It's just kind of a samurai storyline from the comics, and uh, you know, 
apparently a fantastic director. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's got some great. He's got Copland, uh, Kane Leopold. Uh, why did I even say that one? <laughs> Hugh Jackman, though. <laughs> Kane Leopold, uh, classic. <laughs> the classic, awesome. No, but Three Ten Yuma was really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like, and then walk the line. I think was what I meant to say, but I read, oh, the, right. I read the wrong one. <laughs> <It's a cable. laughs> um, I mean, and just to see, yeah, Hugh Jackman was born to play Wolverine. Oh, yeah, I mean, this, that, this, there's no question about it. At so. the, at the, when he passes away in the video they play at the Oscars, it's going to be gonna, all, all Wolverine yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and Les Mis, maybe him and crying, Les Mis. maybe yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it'll probably just be Wolverine. Yeah, probably. Um, cool. Yeah, so, no, I, I think that. I mean, I, I know that there's a certain couple people that I'm friends with that love comics and are really into that, and I, they don't seem that excited about Wolverine. But yeah, I, I'm. I think it looks good. Yeah, from what I've seen so far, it looks way more promising than the right, other one. Right, right. You know, did. it could still tank, and yeah, who, who knows? knows at this point? I mean, it's, it, I don't know if it ties into Brian Singer's upcoming franchise. Again, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, he's no he's idea. So restarting it all. Over. Right. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, but I, I'm. At the very least, I'll see it on DVD. And then the last one I'm kind of looking forward to is Only God Forgives, which is the new um, Ryan Gosling, Nicholas Redfin. Oh, how did I leave that off my list? I mean, did you see the trailer for yes, that? Yes, yeah. that looks great. Yeah, this movie looks phenomenal. Because it's the guy who did Drive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they teamed up again this time, and this time it's I, they're in Thailand, and I, I think there's it's Muay like, Thai just... involved. I mean, he's There's dragging some a guy samurai down. swords. Yeah, in there. seriously, yeah. he's dragging a guy down the hall by his teeth. Yeah. I mean, I, we're we're due for a good like hallway scene. Like we haven't had a really good one since Old Boy. So, <laughs> no, I mean that. that I, don't you just wish you were Ryan Gosling? I mean, that, I absolutely I, I'm do. So I mean, jealous. My wife that. has such a crush on him, and I absolutely get it. I give her permission if she ever meets him and he makes a move. Then God bless you. Just send me pictures. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that does look really good. That, yeah, that I mean, Drive was awesome. Yeah, I Drive was that. awesome. I like Redfin's movie, the the um, Pusher trilogy. I really like those movies. Those were just really well crafted, especially given the story for them. Mm-hmm. Um, like oh, he did Bronson making. too. Yeah, I heard a lot he, of good stuff. Bronson's an amazing movie. I mean, Tom Hardy's performance in there is just phenomenal. So. Yeah, this guy's totally. I mean, he's one of my go-to directors. If he makes something, I'm gonna check it out. So, um, yeah, he's he's got like a lot of good movies right. under his belt in a very short amount of time. Yeah, that's very cool. Very talented. So, so those are kind of the ones I'm looking forward to the most this year. Nice. This summer. All right. What about you? Well, um, I'm. Uh, I I think that I'm a big sci-fi fan. I'm becoming a well. I mean, I've always been big fan of sci-fi. And I feel like there's so many good sci-fi movies coming out this summer. Yeah. Um, between Star Trek, which I'm incredibly excited. That's probably out of all the movies. That's that's number one. I'm I'm actually pretty excited about that too. I I like you obviously like the first. Oh, one Oh, I lot. love the first yeah. one. Um, and and I and like there, there's people that are like fans of the original series that weren't as happy about it. But no, I, I can I, I can see it. It's sort of a watered down version of it. I think. But it, it's I think that what's what he did, what J.J. Abrams did with the first one is he he modernized this thing and he kept the the spirit of all right, the characters. Like right. yeah, it might be a little different, but he he did the best thing possible. Like he just completely reset the universe. Right. What I think was so impressive about what he did was Star Trek is such a 
specific daunting thing that you almost need like a handholding to you know it's it's this thing that other people have and if, you, right. if you're not part of that world it's very difficult to kind of engage with that world and i think jj abrams with that movie the the first one kind of brought everyone in and made it very accessible and i saw the first whatever it was eight minutes before lord of the rings and i mean that was like because the opening of the first film is super like whoa like yeah. crazy yep. stuff happens right yep. in the beginning or uh, flying a ship yeah. yeah and this this is even wackier like the big uh, did you you didn't see that i right? didn't the, see the beginning no. it, it was just if not more so like edge of your seat cool action it All was right. great and i i don't know i'm really excited for that All right uh Great, yeah. I put Great Gatsby down. I, I don't know if I'm excited for the movie itself, but the production design looks really <laughs> awesome. So he's the guy who did Baz is the guy who did uh, Romeo and Juliet, yeah, right? Romeo and Juliet and uh, Moulin Rouge. Okay. So I I know that I'm not gonna see you know a a, a Martin Scorsese recreation right, of New York right. like in Gigs in New York, but it's gonna it, be bright. Yeah, it's gonna be bright and colorful and whatever, but I love Art Deco stuff and just the production design that you're seeing in pre-release posters and what you've seen from like the trailers and stuff. It just looks really cool. cool. So I'm definitely curious about it in that sense. I, I don't know if it's going to be good because Australia bond like that did not do. Oh, well. that was him too. That was him too. Okay. That was his last like really big movie. Yeah. I don't think he's done anything since then, but yeah, so that, mm, I don't know, yeah. uh, but it's curious. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm definitely curious. Um, I'm going to put my love for the fast and furious series out there. <laughs> I'm going to wear it on my sleeve. I am so excited for I've, Fast 6. No? I've never seen these movies. You've never seen I've one? Never, I never saw one. I had no desire to see one. Oh, I, they're the best. Too Fast, Too Furious is just a go-to joke well, for me. Well, let's just put it this way. The positive review of... Uh, I forget the name of the Globe writer, but the, he wrote a positive review of Fast 5 okay. in the Boston Globe. So you definitely got to look that up okay. uh, at some point. He won a Pulitzer Prize for that review. Just put it that way. It doesn't say anything about the movie. It well, says something about his writing. But hey, he's a good writer, and <laughs> he, he likes the movie. Did he say it was terrible? <laughs> it's really... it's just it's like I think I mean I'll I'll summarize it with what what he talks about is that Fast Five is like everything people want out of a movie. It's got good action, pretty people. It's got a, a multicultural cast. And they, like he really talks about that, too. Yeah. and I think that's probably why he got the Pulitzer because <laughs> he he just he talks about like. How most movies like that don't really have diverse right. casts, right. or you know, and this movie is like tearing down the walls. Yeah, it's tearing down the walls <laughs> and uh, bringing people together. Yep. Um, it's just it's was such an entertaining bad movie. It's probably the best modern bad. It's the like, I think I don't know if it was him, but someone else was talking about how Roger Corman in the seventies would release a movie like this a week. You know, oh, like interesting. These, these crappy yeah. action movies, with yeah. cool car chases and yeah, death race. And... Yeah. Those kind of movies would come out all the time. We don't really have that anymore. I mean, we do, but it's like the, the quality of these movies is really high and the stories paper thin, the acting's paper thin, but they're just really entertaining things to yeah. watch. It's the definition of a summer movie. Right? Yeah, totally. And I always hold up the first one as, well, I think it only cost like thirty million, and it was one of the highest grossing movies of that year. The very, very first Fast and Furious, and I love that movie. All like, right, cool. And it is such a guilty pleasure, but I will admit it. I love. Good for you. The only one that I don't like is the when Tokyo they, Drift. 
No, I actually that I didn't see that one. Okay, I, I'm such a fan. I didn't see that one. <laughs> but that's like that takes place before all of them. That's a technically oh, it's a prequel. A prequel. Oh, or, I think it's a prequel. Yeah, wow. I'm pretty sure. Such a history so, to this. Yeah, I, ooh, there's there's a lot <laughs> there's going a on. Timeline. Um, but uh, the I know I have I love The Rock. Always have loved The Rock. Okay, and he was so good in Fast Five. Anyway, I got off track. I was saying the one that I didn't like was Fast and Furious. So it was the after oh. Tokyo Drift, it was when Rob Cohen, who directed the first one, came back. Okay, okay. Um, but I don't know. Like that was movie the was fifth really one bad. or something, right? Or was it fourth? Fourth. That fourth. was the fourth one. Okay. Yeah, the fourth one wasn't that good. Okay. So avoid that one. Okay. And I don't know <laughs> oh, about no Tokyo worry. Drift. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> no, like if Fast Five. Do you have cable? Do you have like HBO or whatever? Yeah, yeah I don't like have that, HBO, but but it's on all of those movie networks all the time. Just watch it. It's, we'll see. It's, all right. No, just take my word for this one. <laughs> If you see one of them, that's the one to see. All right. Well, you you recommended Talented Mr. Ripley, and it took forever for me to watch it, and I enjoyed that. So yeah, you think this is on par with Talented Mr. Ripley? Yeah, it's it's a little <laughs> different, but it, it was just it's a good heist movie. It's got so many crappy lines. Like there's one part where The Rock says, uh, "The Rock says, God, I'm like." <laughs> Um, I love that guy. <laughs> oh, the rock. Oh, the no, rock. I think isn't that his? That's his quote. I think he was like, "The rock says such and such." I don't know. I smell what the rock yeah. is cooking, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> no, but he has a line in it where he's like, uh, "Someone comes up to him to give him news, and he says like, you know, you know, I, uh, I like my my dessert first. I like my dessert before the vegetables, and then why? Because, well, because he liked he wanted his good news before the bad news, and then when he when he gives him the good news, then he's like, all right, now give me the veggies. I don't know. I like lose it at that scene every time. Oh wow! Imagine. I'm nerding out. So over. cute. Yeah. Whew. All right. So, anyways. Anyways. So fast six. I've completely discredited <laughs> yep. any opinion. If of anyone's much. listening, here's watch his rest picture for the rest of the summer. <laughs> um, Pacific Rim. See, I'm on the. You know, I watched the trailer for that. I was not engaged with it at all. I I don't know if it's just my age at this point. I think that was a good trailer. Okay. I, I don't I, think that. I, I I don't know. I think at this point, I don't know the idea of big. Fighting robots, robots. <laughs> fighting thing? each other is that that appealing to me anymore? So yeah. I just may not be the audience for this anymore, because I, I know a lot of people are excited. And Gil Guillermo del Toro, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, he's like he's a he's a good pedigree, you know. Right, so you expect yeah. high like good things out of him, right? Um, but I mean, that's like Neon Genesis slash Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it does look like the Rock'em Sock'em yeah. Robots movie. Yeah, but... and it's got Charlie Day in it too. I think, right? Who's who's that? From know. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't and know horrible that. bosses. And... Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the characters in there. So <laughs> nice. All right, I'm sure I'll see it at some point. But yeah, yeah, you might not make an effort. Right. Yeah, I probably won't be in the theater for it, but. I mean, everyone else seems to be excited for it, so I will not give you crap for that one. <laughs> uh, and Lone, Lone Ranger, I'm I'm on I'm kind of on the fence on there. I, it's not that I don't see it. And I go, I really want to see it, but I I love Pirates of the Caribbean, like the first one. The yeah. other two, not a huge fan of. See, I'm kind of an apologist for the third one. I don't. Are you something about the bombast of it all? It's just like the second one was kind of whatever, but third one, I was like, I, my expectations were kind of. Low, low at that and point. Okay. I love Gore Verbinski. I just think he's such a great visual director. He is, I mean, yeah. He had me hooked since The Ring. The Ring was just that scared me. Yeah, that yeah. Literally scared. Like and I you went probably home. Hadn't I been didn't... scared for a movie in a long yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just I, I saw that in the theater. I went home and I was scared at home. I was like, something's going to happen to me. <laughs> you didn't and watch a VHS gonna, yeah, exactly. ever again. I'm open up the closet. <laughs> and there's gonna be a girl in there. She's gonna be disfigured. And so I, I he, I'm in the back for Rango was great. Um, mm. And like I said, I you know I actually enjoyed the 
the bombast of it was a mess, but I enjoyed the bombast of the third Pirates movie. So he's he, like he directs action very well. Yes. I mean, like some of the some of the scenes in Pirates where he's swinging around on stuff, and there looks like yeah. there's a lot of the same kind of stuff yeah. in this movie. Yeah, I mean, every inch of that screen is filled with something. It's right. just detailed, and and, just... and I don't feel like like I mean, obviously there's CG in all all his movies, but right. like he does a good. He's one of those directors that does a good job. He blends of, it, yeah, blending yeah. it. Definitely, and that's probably his like his special effects commercial background probably coming yeah. into play. Um, but Ar- Army Hammer looks like he was born to freaking play. play. Yeah, the Lone Ranger. Ranger. I wonder how he feels about not getting top billing. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm the title character <laughs> in <I'm> number two. <laughs> they put Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp would love me because <laughs> of the bird. <laughs> He's yeah. I mean, it, it'll be a good ride no matter what between between Johnny Depp and right. Vince Gaffigan. It'll be interesting. Definitely. Um, Elysium. Yes, I am like to go back to sci-fi and the yes. renaissance of sci-fi. Uh, that movie looks so freaking good. I agree. I agree. I love District Nine. I think yeah. that was such a great movie. And so am I. I'm definitely on board with this one too. I, Matt Damon's awesome and Jodie Foster's awesome. Um, but the director, just so good. Yeah. So he's he's. I mean that movie just looks. So cool, and I yeah. love and I love Matt Damon. I don't know if I profess my love for Matt Damon on this podcast, but I love Matt Damon and <laughs> him and Neil Blomkamp or whatever. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know how to say his name, but I'm super excited. So into it, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> it looks really, really good. I he does a good job of making. Uh, I, I hesitate to call it a message movie. But his messages are very oh, yeah, clearly yeah. there and threaded throughout. There's definitely a, there's something going on. Like yes. District Nine said so much about right that part the, of the world, yeah, and, the social inequality. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. Yeah, and I think this is kind of has the haves and have you know the the ninety nine percent versus the one percent kind of thing. Definitely, and I love what he does with because I mean obviously everything that you see is computer generated, right. but he melds it so well yeah. that it looks freaking real. Like yeah. District Nine, you had. I mean, you you felt something for a character that was completely like kind of like Gollum and yeah. all like like yeah. it was one of those rare occasions where you had a CG character that you felt something felt for, something, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like like he was just clicking, like mm-hmm. he wasn't even saying like it was, you were reading and seeing, and it right. spoke so much. So right. yeah, no, it's a testament to his directing and his writing. Yeah, he's really really good. Yeah, um, I do. I do feel like we're we are going through a little bit of like there's so many good sci-fi movies in the last few years between Prometheus and yeah all that stuff that it's it's interesting it's it could cool. be uh, you know I was thinking about it when you recommended this as a topic I was kind of thinking about it and it seems like there's sort of the 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 big blockbuster movies are sort of like we were talking about a little or I was talking about a little earlier kind of that watered down version of sci-fi that right. very accessible version of it that's you know. It, you're not talking like Battlestar Galactica or anything like that, mm-hmm. where you kind of feel like there's this high threshold and you're either into this or you're not. It feels like it's very much accessible these days. Yeah. Normal people, like people that wouldn't have right, gone exactly. out of their way to they, read they about it. want to see a movie and this yeah. is now an option for them. You know, it's not this barrier. It's not, the, it's not for them. It's right. for all of us. Where I don't need to do basic math equations. To yeah, exactly. Or understand that. a history from 30 years. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> right. I'm not going to get all the references and right, understand right. the context of this. But there, I mean, District 9, I think was like, that mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. I, thought, I really liked Prometheus. I've talked about that. Yep. Um, I didn't, did you see Jack Reacher? That was Tom Cruise's last. I did not. Yeah. That, That's not really sci-fi though, is it? I thought that was sci-fi, wasn't it? Or maybe I'm just mixing up Oblivion. Maybe yeah, you may be mixing up Oblivion. What the heck was Jack Reacher? I think then? Jack Reacher was kind of the 
the cool agent guy. Really? I think so. Oh, right. I never saw it, so I'm, I'm. And there's that Will Smith one coming out with. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... Oh, you are right. Jack Reacher wasn't it. Ah, I was totally wrong. Yeah, I was just thinking of. I was just putting those two movies Oblivion, together. Yeah. <laughs> Oblivion, yeah. Jack Reacher together. Um, I wonder how well Oblivion's gonna do. Though. Yeah, it sort of looks like Wally with Tom Cruise. Right, right, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I know. And then the Will Smith one look because they're they're all kind of dealing with the same thing. Like Earth has been abandoned, right, and right. you know we're all that's left. Doesn't and... Will Smith's son have one coming out that's sort of the same thing? Yeah, that's. Um, I thought I wrote that one down. But Did I, you? I, no, I didn't. I forgot to. I meant to. Um, yeah, the uh, what the heck was that? I think that's in July. I totally yep yeah uh, dead air vamping vamping Sorry. um it's gonna be interesting because his son is in it and why where's your filmography <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter but yeah I guess this whole end of world thing is kind of the the new trend which you know it sort of makes sense after yeah. Earth God. after Earth yeah oh it was written down you wrote it down I think I didn't write it down oh I did I wrote it down you did write I did. it down it was yeah. under sci-fi renaissance on the show yep. notes I'm okay. a fool um yeah. So I don't know how that's gonna do that. That one I'm not that like yeah, excited about, yeah. but it is. I appreciate that it's there. Right. Um, it sort of feels like it's not quite saturated yet, like the zombie movies. But it sort of feels like the new zombie trend. Right. You know. Yes. Oh, it World was, War Z. I left World that off the list. Yeah. Are, are you actually interested in that? Um, a little bit. I'm. Uh, the pre-release stuff isn't that great. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I, I read the book, and the book is really good, but it's it's not. There's no through line. Okay. In, in the sense that. Um, there's like one character throughout the whole thing, you know, it's kind of, it's sort of like contagion in the, the sense that here's how different parts of the world are all being affected, affected by as that. this thing grows and changes. Um, and this sort of looks like they kind of twisted it into a Brad Pitt vehicle uh, and okay. Mark Forster is kind of hit and miss with me. Really? See, I think I like everything that. I, I really liked finding Netherland, Neverland. I didn't really I didn't care for quantum one. of solace um oh yeah he did do that didn't yeah. he? yeah so he's sort of hit and miss with me oh you know what i'm not th- i'm thinking of the other mark i'm thinking of romanek that's man you're just totally you're di- just I, off uh, off today i'm totally <laughs> off. well because i just mark you know they're both, <laughs> mark, spell yeah. their name. They're both yeah. mark i know you're talking about mark <laughs> yep that guy mark romanek though <laughs> <It's really laughs> <good>. cool <laughs> can we just talk about him <laughs> um so what do you what do you, what do you what have you been watching? Uh, so I'm uh, Archer and Bob Bob's Burgers. I don't know if you've seen. Either I haven't. Of those. No, I haven't seen the, either. The, th- the thread with those two, the through line is uh, H. John Benjamin is the the lead in both. Oh, okay. um, that guy is hilarious. I don't know if you ever watched Doctor Katz back in the day when it was no, on. No, I think that there or no Doctor Katz was someone else. But there's there's a thing in in uh, this area that. that there's some connection to this area with one of those. Yes, guys. yeah, from Newton. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, oh, so yeah, the, uh, the other guy. I, I think actually, think Jonathan. Tom Snyder. Yeah, yeah. And Jonathan Katz was from around here for a oh, little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Bob's Burgers and Archer. I'm actively watching both at this point. I caught up on the old ones, and they're just. Is that on Comedy Central? Uh, Bob's or... Burgers is Fox, Kirk. and oh. um, Archer is FX. Huh. Um, and both of them have the past season streaming on netflix it's so funny mm-hmm. and you know h john benjamin is like i said the lead on both and he doesn't do anything to kind of create characters with his voice he's just himself right it's right. the same voice in bob as it is in archer but <laughs> it's hilarious so highly recommend both of those if you want really great almost inappropriate humor with bob burgers <laughs> and absolutely inappropriate humor with archer then that's it's the... so 
funny. Huh. So yeah, I, I, I've done a deep dive on both of them and completely caught up and I need more. <laughs> I need a fix. <laughs> Um, I've been watching Boston's Finest. Have you seen that show? No. Is that the Mark Wall or Donnie Wahlberg? Donnie Wahlberg, yeah. It's Donnie yeah. Wahlberg's show um, on TNT. And I don't know. I'm I'm a sucker for... Well, <laughs> I'm going to embarrass myself. I've embarrassed myself too much this episode. <laughs> I love uh, The Rock. Yeah, I love The Rock and <laughs> everything. Smart he, guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he... Um, I was like... A, I'm a sucker for reality TV. Well, no, okay. that's not true. That's not true at all. That's not a true statement. I'm a sucker for certain things on reality TV, like Pawn Stars. I love Pawn Stars. Yeah. I love that show. Still watch it. I like I like DVR, and I'll watch a couple episodes when I don't have time to watch something else. Yeah. Um, and so Boston's Finest, I was like open to, and I'd seen the trailers for it. And it looked really interesting. Obviously, the Boston connection. So I wanted to see yep. how they portraying our fair city. Um, and yeah, it's been really really interesting because it's not. There was another reality show a few months ago called um, Southie Pride or Southie. Oh or yeah, yeah. That was terrible that's stereotype one-on-one right that was yeah. like yeah totally this is this is a very documentary like look but still a reality show yeah. there's still like some clever editing and stuff but it's it's a very cool it's like as if a cop sh- i mean it's a cop show it's yeah. totally a cop yeah. show but real cool um is it like cops no it's not like because cops i don't feel like you really get the the whole story like i mean you'll get two seconds of I've been a cop for two years. Right, and, you don't you know, get to know the guys. Yeah, you know, like this is like you're going into their lives. You're going into what what inspires them to risk their lives every day, and and it's not, but it's not done in a way where it's making it's not flashy. Like you're not like you're not watching it going like these are these are our heroes. I mean, these are like just real people yeah. doing their job, and I, I think they do a really good job at that. Cool. So I, I'm really enjoying that show. Um, it's and on it, TNT. It's on TNT, and and actually. Before the show came out, I was at the you know they do these uh, ads when you're at the at the movies where it's like wow TNT oh, yeah. drama you know the and ten I, yeah exactly and something came on I was like you know I I've never watched and I'm so proud to say I've never watched a TNT show and then, sure enough <laughs> first no, look yeah yeah TNT first look like monk, <laughs> the closer yeah whatever whatever it is. Um, but that and it's funny because the the tie-in is is uh, Southland which is like oh yeah. Film, yeah but that's a narrative show yep. um, but. Yeah, so I, I'm really enjoying that. Cool. I, th- cool. I think they're doing a good job. They're not, they're not, I mean, it's not preachy. I guess that's the word I was, it's not a preachy show. Okay. Um, but it's also not a, a stupid parody of, of stereotypes. Right. There are a lot of Boston accents. Though. Well, you're in Boston. You can't you avoid it. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, another show in the can. Absolutely. Well, I'll, uh, I'll see you at Iron Man 3 later this week. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Um, you can uh, check us out on uh, www.lonelyreviewer.com um, and follow us on Twitter for the latest updates, and that's at Lonely Reviewer, or like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lonely Reviewer. Um, and you can follow me, Vache, at Vache A. And you can follow me on Twitter at, at another underscore glass, which is tied to my beer blog, which is another-empty-glass.blogspot.com. And uh, like, or I already said the liking, rate us on iTunes, please. Give us five stars, yes, maybe. Yes. Or And if it's four, um, we'll take that too. But three, you can just keep your review. <laughs> That's right. You go home. You turn off your internet. Yeah. Delete this podcast and never listen <laughs> yeah. to it again. Uh, no, but really, give us another chance, maybe. <laughs> See we'll you next do better next time. <laughs> See ya. Bye. La, la.